love to chat Talking all this and that Anything peculiar and strange No fear, the odd parts are here Ooh, Hi. Hi, welcome back to Odd, odd Pods. I'm Roxy I'm Isabel And we're so glad that you could be here We're so grateful Episode 3 Exactly. Who's holding a gun to your head right now? Uh, you. <laughs> right yeah. now. Glock is pulled and mm-hmm. ready. Is that how a gun works? That, well, yeah. I wouldn't know. I've you never don't. had it. You're had Australian. Hand, well, yeah. So. yeah. Yes. yes. Um, so, how have you been? I've been okay. Yeah. I've been perfectly average mm-hmm. um, in every way. I'm, that's so wonderful. I'm so glad to hear it. <laughs> <laughs> I am exhausted. Yeah, you would be. Um, yeah, I have been apartment hunting for the past month, I think. If that, yeah. So it's been traumatizing to say the least. I've been traumatized watching you be traumatized. It's. I hate real estate agents. They're officially my least favorite type of person. Oh, they're the so devil reincarnate. They really are. Yeah. I should do a, an episode on them. Yeah, the devil <laughs> sent up to fuck with everyone. <laughs> Um, so I think today we're going to just get straight into it unless you have anything to add. Oh, or... I have one correction. It's from we, episode one. Mm-hmm. My, uh, my footer, my father, yeah. um, just listened <laughs> to it. Um, and he was like, the, so the airplane that the Malaysian one. Yeah, it went down in the sea. Yeah. How I said we knew someone on it. Right. We didn't know someone on that one. You're a liar. <coughs> Wait. This is we unbelievable. Knew, we knew the someone scandal. on the one, the Russian one. You're kidding. And the both plane incidents. It's a simple That's mistake. That's unbelievable. To You're a liar. You lied in week one, in episode one, to all these people. God. They're not going to trust you anymore. But it was the Russian one. So. <laughs> that makes it better. Yeah. Wow. I think well, I made a couple of Russian jokes that episode anyway, probably. so we can just pretend that that fell under. You know what? We'll just pretend it never happened. Yeah. That's fine. I'm sure everyone's forgotten about it. Well, thank anyway. you for taking the high road and uh, apologizing for your actions. You are very welcome. Imagine being cancelled literally three episodes in. I know. My dad, he's like, um, that did not happen. <laughs> Where did you get that piece of information from? I, I think my brain just went... Um, oh, they airplane. were on a plane. Oh, yeah, it must oh, be it this one. Oh, that one because that was the big one. It must be. It must be. No. And it wasn't. <laughs> this one just got shot down. Well, I hope you're not lying this week at all. I don't think I have any personal stories this week. No, so neither, I don't think. We're good. Okay, well, I, I was actually considering <clears throat> doing my own personal story involving a car in oh, which really? a camel... Oh, God, yeah. yeah! Shoved its head in my car well, you window. Can tell now real quick. Okay, real quick. I was really, I was really young and, um, my family and I were driving in, uh, this like walk through zoo, you know, you can like do those sanctuaries where you drive through and feed animals or whatever. I don't know. It was in France from what I believe. So anyway, so I was in the front sat on my mum's lap. I was maybe three at the time and we had Macca's, McDonald's. As you do. What do you call it in France? Uh, McDonald. Macca's. <laughs> Macca's. No, I think they have another slang for it. I don't know it. Um, and so anyway, we were driving through and then we get to the camels and my the windows were down and a camel shoved its head in our window to try and get some of the food. But my mum was just absolutely convinced that it was trying to eat me. Yes, so because she... Ca- 
camels. camels. I was about to say cannibals, but I was like, you're not a a camel, Camels are carnivores Mm. of our sleigh. That's why they have sharp teeth. I'm being sarcastic. (laughs) (laughs) Well, my mum's not a freaking scientist, so... Either am I, but continue. Well, you can take that up with her, but Mm. she was freaking out, and rightly so. Um, I'm so grateful I wasn't eaten, but (laughs) what happened was we had one of those old cars where you have to roll up the window. It's like... As you mm. roll it up. So my dad started viciously rolling up this window as my mum was screaming at him. And then the camel's head got stuck uh, in the you window. fucking decapitated a No. Cam- what is with you no. French and decapitating people? <laughs> no, the camel nearly decapitated me. Is so, your head out the window? Or no, the camel's? the camel's head was in the window. Okay, I don't Isabel, see how your neck was on the story. line then. This okay. is a simple... Because this is the part, right? It yanks its head back... And it smashes the window and the glass goes flying everywhere, including into my eyeball. Mm. Um, And so I had this piece of glass just sticking out of my eye. Cute. And I was just giggling. I didn't notice it at all. Fucking children are terrifying. (laughs) Especially me as a child. You have a piece of glass sticking out of your eyeball and you're just like... (laughs) Yeah. Look, it's a new accessory. I, I was completely vibing. And apparently your eyeball bleeds because mine was bleeding. Um, oh, my God. And then I just had a scar for like a year. So that was the story I was considering telling. But, you know, I've already told it now. But <laughs> um, I have, I do have another another story That's to tell horrific. today. I don't have any car stories. That's well, really the only – well – I'm traumatized with cars, but that's just yeah, a whole different personal a, matter. Let's not. Oh, I put Did my I phone on airplane. You? It's on airplane mode. You need Let to mute it. Okay. You're such an oldie when it comes Sorry. to technology. I airplane would do it. It's not funny. Um, well, do yeah. you want to start? Uh, yes. You did go first last week. Right. It is fair. Great. Let so. me put in my password. I'm very, very extremely extremely excited for this story mm-hmm. um it is one i've heard of before okay so would I, I have heard of it i knew of it i don't think you would have heard of it it's pretty okay. niche we'll see about are you that. into sci-fi yeah i really? feel like i know what this is what do you think it is no because i'm gonna be wrong no tell me what do you think it is <laughs> i think it might be the one i can't remember what the town was called but there was this big town where they all experienced this yeah no it's not that oh i know exactly what you're talking about they made like a tv show about and everything it's not that oh okay Okay. i'm excited this is the first reported um alien abduction in the united states of america the very first the very first, mm-hmm. and this story would go on to reinforce and create a lot of the tropes that you see nowadays around alien abductions, which we will get into. Wow. So, this is the alien abduction of Betty and Barney Hill. <gasps> That's. Can we just address how cute their names are? Their Betty names are and Barney. So cute. Right. So. Miss Betty was a social worker and Barney was a postal worker. They were both active civil servants and they were part of many communities and clubs Mm -hmm. and they were part of the church. Of course. Yes. So you can imagine they were just like very wholesome Mm. people. Betty did her what? On the surface. Yeah. No, we're being nice, Okay. Yeah. Well, Barney was also part of the Civil Rights Commission. So okay, valid. He was yeah okay. Oh, it, I, Barney was also African American and Betty was white, and this was in the sixties. Oh okay, I love them. Yeah, 
the 60s, right? That, that's intense. They would have got a lot, a lot of hate. Yeah. They, yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So even the aliens hated even them. The, well, did they? Okay. So the night of September 19th, 1961, mm-hmm. that is where our story takes place. That okay. is where we are. Yeah. So they are driving through the White Mountains of New Hampshire and they're going back to their home in Portsmouth from a trip in Canada. Mm-hmm. I, I don't know American geology. geology geography (laughs) yeah but just yeah anyway so Mm -hmm. it's 10 p.m and they've stopped at a diner to eat yeah you can imagine what they're eating at 10 p.m at night from a diner probably some greasy burger uh, yeah get some food poisoning from some sloppy joes or whatever it is americans eat yeah yeah so they are planning on arriving home at three in the morning and it was a five-hour drive I have no clue why they left that late at night if they knew it would take five hours. Because they planned to arrive back at three in the morning. That doesn't make sense to me. Who plans to arrive that late? That just or early. Or early, depending <laughs> but on how that you just, do the Yeah, it doesn't make sense to me. No. So they've gone back on the road, they've got their full bellies, and Betty I don't know, maybe is getting motion sick or something, but she winds down the window, kinda like your window, how it winds down. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. sticks her head out. Yeah. Yep, sound effect. She sticks her head she out. She sticks her head out the window. See, by this point, you would have thought you'd know it's not a good idea after my story earlier. Yeah, well, exactly. But she sees lights in the sky behind them, and they're getting closer to the car. And it's growing bigger and bigger. So she realizes that the lights are following them down the road. Ew. Like another, it looks like a car behind them? It's kind of in the sky. She can't really make it out. So the couple pull over so that they can like get a better look at this light. Yeah. And out of the car, they pull a pair of binoculars. I don't know (laughs) why. Who carries binoculars? No, that's what I literally have in my notes. I was like, who has a pair of binoculars with them? Bird watchers? (laughs) Question mark. So in my narrative, one of the clubs that they're part of are like the national bird watchers of new hampshire and they okay go off there'd they, be there must be so many native birds in yeah, new hampshire because they have fucking binoculars at the ready if we the did bino- that here in melbourne it'd be the city be, pigeons yeah right that's but, it yeah the binoculars are, play a very important part in okay. the story later on oh okay so they pull over barney pulls out his binoculars mm-hmm. and they look over to this field where they claim to see a UFO land. What the fuck? Yeah. So they see this like cylinder object. They described it as like silver cylinder object. And they just uh-huh. see it land in this field. So out of the UFO, I don't know like if a door flapped open or like stairs or whatever. <laughs> but they just say out of the UFO came bipedal, which means standing on two legs. <gasps> okay. Came bipedal humanoid creatures. So, like, any smart person would do, they race the fuck back to their car and pulled out onto the highway. Yeah. But before they could pull away fully, they began hearing, like, a loud series of beeps. Like, beep, 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 beep. That is so weird. Yeah. And then they felt an odd, like, tingling drowsiness come over them. (gasps) Okay. Yeah. Sleepy time. Sleepy, sleepy. So, time passes. Yeah. Two hours later, they wake up and they're 
35 miles or 56 kilometers for you Aussie folks out there. They're 56 kilometers further down the highway than they remember being. And both of them recount this the exact same. Yes. Well, that comes into play later on. So they have no idea what has happened in those two hours. Yeah. But they did have signs of like physical like damages and disturbances to them. Wow. So Betty's dress was torn and stained. Barney's shoes were scuffed. I'm assuming maybe Betty's <laughs> shoes were fine and Barney's clothes were fine, but like for some reason his shoes were scuffed. The shoes are yeah. scuffed. That is the important part. The car had an unexplainable, like shiny splots all over it. Like someone had fucking like flicked metallic paint on it. And worst of all, the strap of their precious binoculars was broken. No, yeah, not the, the binoculars. binoculars. No. It's broken. <laughs> Can so we it's obviously aliens. It's obviously aliens. Oh, absolutely. A broken binocular strap, aliens. Oh, I was kind of going off the fact that they saw a cylinder land oh, in a field yeah, well, and humanoid <clears throat> creatures came I out. I guess. But no, we'll go <laughs> the with the binoculars. binoculars. <laughs> yeah. So they arrived back home confused. Yeah. I'm assuming they drove back. I, like, don't know how comfortable they would have felt driving back. You must have been in shock. Like... Yeah. It reminds me of that one scene in Hereditary. I haven't seen it. You wouldn't know. No. I don't think you want to know. No. So, they arrive back confused. Yeah. But they decide to, like, go on with normal life. Okay. Go off. Or, like, they try to. That is some deflection if I've ever heard of it. Yeah. They're like, aliens... No, did not see that. You know, food poisoning. We just made that up. (laughs) Food poisoning. Yeah. That diner. Oh, definitely. Dodgy. (laughs) Those fish fillets. Mm, (laughs) They did it. (laughs) So, um, a couple years went by, um, and they've gone on with normal life for as much as they can, but they can't get rid of the feeling that something happened. Yeah. In those two hours, so Betty's having a cliche nightmares Mm -hmm. of like. Aliens little green people sex with yeah them. exactly yeah. and barney had a feeling he described as of one of a person who saw something he doesn't want to remember so me every time i get on public transport <laughs> me I whenever yeah literally anytime i walk past my high school me anytime i hear my neighbors next door I, even i get that with your neighbors yeah. next door so he had that, and then he developed a habit of checking his body for injuries. Right. Don't know if that involved OCD. Woo! Um, maybe he just got naked in front of a mirror and was, like, inspecting himself. Like, that mole looks new. I don't remember that mole. Betty, come quick. Is it an alien transplant or something? So um, after this, after going through this um, for two months, like, mm-hmm. the freaking out phase. Yeah. Um, under the recommendation of a friend, the couple decided to undergo hypnosis therapy. Can you imagine going to a friend and being like, I'm like having nightmares and your friend's like hypnosis therapy. That's what you should do. Uh, I'm a little baffled. Yeah. So why they're being so alternative about all this. I know. Like if they had gone. Oh, right. come on real quick. This Betty and Barney hippie names if I've ever heard. Firstly, them. right. Yeah. And then hear me out. If you think you've just been abducted by aliens, as if you are not going straight to some authoritative figure and, like, trying to get help. I don't know if I would. Really? I feel like I'd try and tell everyone about it as soon as possible 
with as much proof as possible. So I didn't go fucking crazy. I think I keep it to myself. It's like my own dirty little secret. Mm, aliens, like, like that. I know aliens you, you exist. like to live you a don't. double life. Yeah, yeah, 100%. And I wouldn't go to authority because, like, you know no, what they do I, to aliens. Yeah, but I wouldn't see. This they is where my God complex come in, okay. comes in, okay. right? I, I want to be the experiment. You know, I want to be the... Oh, you're the alien person. Like, oh, you found the aliens. Oh, you've named them the species of Roxy. Yeah. Oh, can we do experiments on you? Of no? course you can. Hmm. We're going to kidnap you. And oh, you're playing you hard to get with the aliens. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Even the aliens would feel manipulated. Like, no, don't take me to your spaceship. Please don't. Please don't poke me with that probe. <laughs> Put your probe away. Oh my god, you don't know what human anatomy looks like? No, don't look at mine. (laughs) Oh my god. (laughs) Anyway, so they go to Boston and meet this psychiatrist, Dr. Benjamin Simon. Can I just say, never trust someone with two first names? Roxy. I know what your last name is. (laughs) Okay. Two first names. That's dodgy. I've also had hypnosis therapy before. My one of my family friends is a hypnotherapist. Oh really? Well, I've had it. I've told you about this. So I, for our viewers, I have OCD and I had really chronic OCD as a child. That's why it's okay that I make OCD jokes. Mm -hmm. If you don't have OCD, don't make OCD jokes. But anyway, so I had really problematic OCD when I was younger. Yeah. Um, and I got kicked out of a few. Well, not kicked out. My mum kicked me out of a few different therapists because I was just a dumbass and had convinced the therapist that I thought I was the cause of all natural disasters. Anyway, yucky. You traumatized the therapist. I, I did traumatize the therapist. So my mum took me to this hypnosis therapy person as a last ditch effort. Yeah. Um, and this woman had like put me under or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and mum's like watching on going, oh my fucking God, this is working. This is, is working. Did it work? Were you going along with it? Well, so the lady is like, and you're walking down a basement, you open the door, and what do you see? And I'm like going along with it. And mum's really thinking it's working until I crack an eye open and like look at my mum. And the way my mum dragged me out of there, she's like, I'm never going back. And I think that's the last time I went to a therapist. Wow. (laughs) So I've had hypnosis therapy, so I can kind of like vouch for it. It didn't work on me, but it fucking worked on me. But apparently the main thing is like, you have to want to be hypnotized yeah. for it to work, which I mean, that seems to be kind of like you see those YouTube videos of people who are like acting like a chicken, yeah, and you're like, are you really like are you just like on. playing? Like, come on, mate. You could literally like ruin the world with hypnotherapy if Hypno- it worked that way. Therapy if yeah. it worked like if that. If it worked like that. But anyway, so this is what they uncovered in this hypnotherapy session. Mm-hmm. So the couples were therapied. Yeah. Therapized. Therapied. <laughs> they had their sessions separately. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, but both of their stories came back the same. Mm-hmm. So they both reported seeing short beings with gray skin. So me. Um, <laughs> sorry. Bad timing. Roxy was drinking. <laughs> um, Barney called them somehow not human. So also me. Mm. Um, and they were dressed in shiny black uniforms. So us at uni. Us at uni, yeah. Um, and there were six to 11 of them in total. Six to 11. I feel like 
if if they were like they were like two to three hundred, I would be like fair, fair because you, you can't count that. Yeah, but six, six to eleven. That's come literally on. half. Come on, you're just going one, two, three, four, five, six. Oh, is that six or eleven? Oh fuck, fuck, fuck. fuck. I can't tell if there's another five people five. there. Oh god, shit. shit. Yeah, that didn't make sense. To me. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. Um, so. More of that night was uncovered through this hypnosis than what was, like, already established. Mm -hmm. So what we knew was that Barney grabbed his binoculars from the car, um, but it was discovered that they didn't just stop at the road. Barney fucking walked through the field to get a closer look at the UFO. I mean, here's your first mistake, mate. Like, why'd you do that? Right. So he gets to where the UFO is parked, parked, landed. (laughs) Do you park a UFO? Park, I don't know. <laughs> Three point turn. <laughs> you have to go through like driver's license. <laughs> um, so he goes up to where the UFO is parked. Yeah. Um, and it has windows because, yeah. Vibes. And behind those windows were the humanoid creatures or aliens. I'm calling them aliens because they're obviously yeah. aliens. Yeah. Um, terrified, he stumbles back to the car mm-hmm. and drove off. Yeah. But for some fucking reason, when they were down the road, he turned onto a side road. Why, yeah. though? Where there were five aliens standing in the middle of the road. Oh. So the aliens just knew he would be yeah. that stupid. So, turn. yeah. And then, like, a weird sensation came over the couple and they were unable to, like, control their movements anymore. Oh, my God. Um, so they were... So they were hypnotized as well. Yeah. It says they were taken back to the alien spaceship yeah so i'm assuming they just like were controlling their bodies and they just got like oh let's the car. Go. this is like a new yeah. episode of wandavision oh my god well i haven't seen it so again you need to see I it know, i know um so they were taken back to this alien spaceship where they were physically examined just like you wanted before <laughs> <laughs> oh get this right this really fits into your narrative <laughs> betty reported remembering having a long needle inserted into her navel foul foul but it actually makes sense because if you think about it maybe the aliens were like born in eggs or something so they wouldn't have belly buttons so the belly button would have fascinated them absolutely not because like have you ever stuck your finger in your belly button and it makes you need to pee oh my god no it is the worst feeling ever mine makes me need to pee Roxy and I have talked about our belly buttons a lot because I'm convinced I have a deep set belly button I have a deep set belly button that no matter how much weight I will lose my belly button is a fucking cavity and always make me look 20 kilos you literally create that insecurity for me yeah well you did ask what insecurities i had and i was like um my belly button and then you were like what do you mean expecting a belly button to be an insecurity but and then you sent me a picture of your belly button like freaking out like it's mine deep set (laughs) it's fine i've got a piercing there you can't see it it hides the hole exactly um but no because mammals have belly buttons so Aliens might not like the alien might not be. Do a mammal. all mammals have be- belly buttons? Well, because they're like umbilical cord. Yeah, right. What is a belly button? Your umbilical cord. It's tied and cut off, and then the umbilical so cord falls off and your, creates a hole. Your belly button is like what ties you up, basically, as a human. Yeah, if it's you, like scar tissue. <laughs> it's like if you look at us like balloons. The little, um, n- the little thingy at the end of a balloon is our belly button. Yeah, I guess. Yeah. 
That's so funny. Well, yeah, anyway, yeah. anyway. So, um, it, so one of the aliens pulled Betty aside and was like, "Hey, bitch, let's have a chat." <laughs> Look, your belly button a little too deep for our liking. A little too deep. So yeah, like they got up close and personal with the belly buttons. They're like, "We'll chat to her and not Barney. We'll leave Barney." <laughs> So he's a man. Yeah. Well, Betty asks where the aliens came from, mm-hmm. and the in response to this, because apparently aliens know English, right? <laughs> the alien shows her this map that like is three dimensional. So it, like she described it like looking through a like, like a, a window. Hologram. Yeah, a hologram. Um, like the stars were tinted and they were glowing. And it was three feet wide by two feet high, so my size. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Give it yeah. a few feet. <laughs> um, and there were so many stars on it, and she was able to recall the prominent ones because they were connected by these like series of lines and dots. Mm-hmm. And the alien asked where she was on it, like, where, where are you on this? Yeah, and she was like, I don't know. And the <laughs> alien was like, well, fuck you, and left. And... The alien, I don't want to assume the alien's gender, but the alien left her alone in the ship? Yeah. Why didn't she, like, drive off? I don't know. I feel like I... Do you, do you know how to drive a spaceship? I mean, does anyone? I feel like you could just guess at some point. It's like, hey, Siri, I've drive. Seen, <laughs> I've seen enough Marvel movies. <laughs> um, so, yeah, the alien leaves, and the couple would then return to their car, um, and they were politely retold that, told that they would um, forget the abduction section of the incident. Right. Um, and then the ship shoots off into the sky and disappears and Betty and Barney continue on their way home. I... <laughs> an alien did not just politely let them know. I added in the polite, but I felt like they would have been polite about it. I actually wonder... Surely the alien didn't speak English. They would have been like... Bye. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, so they continued on their way home. Um, this is the weird part, and this okay. is the part that I knew about and that made me want to do this. Okay. So Betty, under the psychoanalysis, drew a star map from memory. Bullshit. Well... It showed the sky as seen from the surface of a planet orbiting the star Zeta Reticuli. I don't know if I'm pronouncing that right. But she drew the layout of stars from the surface of this planet that we, like, didn't have access to at the time. Right. Um, And this is apparently where the alien abductors had arrived from. And she drew this map without even a paying attention to what she was drawing oh yeah so she wasn't even looking she was under hypnotherapy or whatever she had like eyes closed oh, and impressive. was like drawing this map of stars it's Creepy. like that that scene in twilight where alice um <laughs> sees Do bella hear my story to twilight <laughs> roxy is this the ballet studio oh my god um, Edward. <laughs> Edward Cullen. Um, yeah, she fucking drew a star map from memory. That's insane. That, okay, no, maybe that's, I do believe it. Yeah, that's crazy. So she did that. Um, I don't know what Barney did. He's fucking useless. Oh, Sounded yeah. like Betty pulled the she, short straw. Like yeah. she had the fucking conversation with the alien. She had the she needle in the navel. Sh- what did Barney go through? Absolutely nothing. Was Typical. he just having tea with them? Typical. I know. Ugh. 
So it wasn't necessarily the first abduction in America, but it was the first to gain like major media right. attention. Yeah. Um, and these were the tropes that I mentioned at the beginning. It was like the loss of time, um, mm. strange dreams, like right. war flashbacks, the right. fucking needle in the belly button. Yeah, sure. Yeah. So now we're going into the little debunking section mm-hmm. of it. So psychoanalysis David V. Forrest, we can trust him because his last name is not a first name. Yes. Um, Obviously. Yeah. Said that Barney's account could simply be placed down to accidental awareness under general anesthesia. This is like that movie Awake or whatever with the guy from Star Wars in it. It's like when you're in surgery and you wake up. Uh-huh. And you, oh, like, you gain yes. a certain amount of consciousness sure. during surgery. So he said, like, it could be put down to laying... Uh, he, because he did have a surgery. He just had a tonsillectomy or, like, gotten his tonsils out. So right. he had just had surgery. And, you know, when you're in surgery, you're lying on a table. You're being probed by things. You've got sure. people in, like, masks and, like, grey outfits staring over you, which right. could be, like, grey aliens. Uh-huh. I think that's a bit far-fetched because, like, what about... Betty. Yeah, it's like Betty just went along with it. And also the binoculars. <laughs> Why were they torn if that was the case? Also, they... Yeah, what? Yeah, so I, I don't know. I feel like that's far-fetched. Yeah. Um, There was also a movie that came out in 1953, so a few mm-hmm. years before, Yeah. Um, called Invaders from Mars, and there was a woman who was probed through her belly button in it. Okay. So, and apparently Betty was a bit of a sci-fi Okay, chick. here we go. Um, Betty wanted some attention. Betty did want some attention. And then there was also this guy whose name I've totally forgotten, but he mapped out the area they were, like, years later. Um, and kind of, like, went there and scraped it out. Like, was looking at the weather, was looking at the speed they were traveling in the car. Yeah. Um, I don't know, the fucking dust patterns or whatever. <laughs> um, and he came up with the conclusion that it like may have been this observation tower that was like sitting on top of the this mountain and it has like a light up the top of it so because they were sleep deprived because they were traveling like fucking three in the morning yeah they could have seen the light atop that and it counted it to that yeah they could have fully just dissociated between that those two hours but how did they come up with the same story besides just lying about it and just making it up and being like i feel like when you yeah. go through something with someone that can be traumatic like that, you you share with each other what but happened. They're like, oh, wasn't that fucking crazy when the aliens came out? And like, yeah, and they probed me in the belly button. Oh, yeah, that did happen. But if and you that kind didn't of like happen, make up a narrative for it. Yeah, and I get that because if you convince yourself of it, then you're going to believe yeah. it. But if they genuinely did not see aliens they were just sleep deprived and just forgot the two hours yeah you're telling me they had the exact same dream or exact same day maybe they watched the movie the night before and don't remember seeing it because they had food poisoning and then like from the fish fillets yeah and then they woke up and they were like oh fuck aliens yeah yeah that could happen. Maybe. I but mean, I feel like I we know. just debunked it. <laughs> Obviously. <laughs> but those theories are boring, so I'm going to pretend boring. they were really abducted. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And that Betty drew that star map, because that's fucking insane. Also, that's so much effort to, like, lie about, you yeah. know? Like, why? Why would you do that, you know? Because they were, like, normal church people. I feel also, like... Also, like, with their circumstances, I feel like they wouldn't want their reputation tainted. Would they wouldn't want... 
attention drawn to themselves because they were already ostracized in their community. I didn't mention this, but they were ostracized in their community for being an interracial couple. So I couldn't imagine they would have wanted like media attention. And they didn't tell anyone for two years after it, but they told friends and stuff. So it wasn't like they were looking, it wasn't like they were looking to be major media and they didn't, like books and movies have been made about this since then, but they didn't mm. actively do any of it and right. seek any media attention. So it feels like a little bit of a weird thing to like. Can I? Can you imagine if I just told you guys I was like, yeah, I was abducted by aliens the other day? Don't tell anyone. But I like, mean, I would believe you because your life is insane. But yeah. uh, but I see what you mean. Yeah, It'd be very strange. Yeah, I'd be jealous as well because I want to be probed. So, you do want to be probed. <laughs> you want them alien babies? <laughs> Pop out those eggs. Yeah. Ew. Well, we've established aliens don't have belly buttons, so <laughs> you're not pooping them out. Uh, anyway, that's the alien abduction of Betty and Barney uh, Hill. I feel like I have so many questions, but, you but just, none. And none will be answered. I, oh, it's so annoying. I know. That was really cool, though. Yeah, it was a cool one, right? I was that. so psyched whilst I was researching. Yeah, I enjoyed oh, it. Oh, yeah, so good. How did you even know about it? Um. Well, my growing up my dad and i would just watch like oh, those like sci-fi freak yeah, yeah. We, there would be like um tv shows and it would be like ufo sighting and, and right because my dad's had a few um alien sightings uh-huh. like genuinely like an, my dad and his sisters were like walking to school one time and saw um like a ship in the sky all of them saw it huh but we can go into that another day <laughs> We're going to have to have a special where your dad is on or your yeah. sister. My aunt said, like, weird stuff always happens around my dad, that he's, like, a catalyst yeah. of, like, weird Occurrences. Things. Interesting. Yeah. Right. But well, that was so mine. Much. I loved it. Top it if you can. I will try. <laughs> I'm very excited for mine. because it It was quite, like, again, in America, it was quite a fundamental part of uh, the car industry and the way it works now. So, Oh, this, what? So this story, but also it's not well known at all. So I wouldn't know it. I don't think what so. What genre is it? Is this? So it's, um, it's a murder or it's a death. <gasps> oh my God. Okay. So Wait. this is called the death of Stanley Meyer. All right. Stanley. That's such a name, isn't it? It is. Stan the man. Exactly. So, on March 21st of 1998, in Grove City of Ohio, a group of four men were having lunch at a restaurant. At one point, the waiter comes over and serves one of the the men a cranberry juice. (laughs) That is a real... That is such a specific... You go to a restaurant Mm -hmm. and you get cranberry juice. It's a choice. Well, we don't know if he got it for himself. He's like non-alcoholic, so he's like, I'm not (laughs) going to go with grapes. I'm going to go with cranberries. (laughs) I hate cranberry. Anyway. It's a banana drink. He gets served cranberry juice. (laughs) And as soon as he sips the drink... That's the murder right there. He goes (gasps) crazy. No, really? Drops the cup, (gasps) holds his hand around his neck as if he's choking and runs out into the car park. He falls to the ground in the middle of the car park. And whilst he chokes, his last words are, they poisoned me. (gasps) And then he dies. No, I was joking about the cranberry. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. Yeah. (gasps) Yeah. Fucking never drinking cranberry juice again. Don't trust it. See, it's gross. 
I don't think he was poisoned. I think he just was in shock at how putrid cranberry, cranberry juice, is. juice was. Anyway, so upon investigation, Detective <coughs> Robinette, um, who was in charge of the case, got testimonies from everyone who was in the car park at the time. And the man who died was later identified Stan as Stanley man. Meyer, Aww. a local citizen of Grove City. So it's good to point out as well that at this lunch on that he had luncheon, um, luncheon, luncheon, luncheon. Oh, you're French. Are you, are you Frenching me right now? I, no, I think I'm just saying it correctly. Isn't a luncheon. It's a luncheon. A luncheon. It's okay, a lo- whatever. No. no, 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 no. One of the men. Is, <laughs> <laughs> I have to pass this by. I will. I can't deal with this right now. Okay. So but it's at luncheon. the luncheon. Thank you. One of the men that was sitting with Stanley was his brother, Stefan. <gasps> Stefan. So um, this brother, Stefan, he bore witness to Stanley's death. Uh, Steve Robinette, the detective, okay. had a habit of not following through with long time-consuming cases and what? investigations. What? As... And he passed the police academy? Yeah, a lot of them are like that. Oh, my anyway, God. So, and after performing a very underwhelming toxology analysis and talking to the coroner... Is that the, where they look for the poison? Yeah, so it's Tox- like you look for the, the body? toxins. Right. Yeah. <clears throat> How um, do you perform that underwhelmingly? Because, so, it was... The fact that they didn't do it like very well. What? They just like looked at the sheet and yeah. they were like, yeah, that clearly says not poison. Yeah, pretty much. Like they didn't try and, well, he closed the file just after three months of this happening. Uh, and with context to what Stanley had been doing in his life, this is a very strange thing. So the coroner said that his death was caused by a brain aneurysm, along with symptoms oh. following episodes he'd had of hypertension, which. Huh? Excuses. Yeah. Um, and when Robinette closed the case, he concluded that the death was caused by natural causes, uh, to which <sighs> then the case became solved. I suppose cranberries are a natural occurring food, so yeah. it is a natural cause. Mm-hmm. Imagine choking on liquid. Anyway, so <sighs> in 2015, Robinette, the detective, retired and he went into 17 politics. 17 years after the death. I math again, but yeah, sure. Okay. So. Wait, he went into wait, politics. hang on. The lazy policeman mm-hmm. went into politics. Yes, yeah. that explains and funnily, so much. Funnily enough, he ended up running for mayor in 2019. Was he a Republican? I didn't go that far, 100% but I wouldn't, I wouldn't doubt it. 100%. Absolutely. Probably, probably voted for Trump. It's Ohio, so yeah, probably. Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. Mm-hmm. So now the question is, why does this relate to cars? Well, yeah. <laughs> this is exciting. Stanley Meyer... Was the inventor? Was it the window wiper? No, was the inventor of the water-powered car. Hang the fuck on! Yeah, the the little things that you would paddle in the water and it would. No. (laughs) (laughs) A paddle boat. Yeah, no. You push your feet. We're talking about cars that run off water rather than petrol, rather than electricity, rather than gas. Water. Imagine if he hadn't have died mm-hmm. and we could be... Well, why do you think he died? So Did the oil people kill him? 
The oil people. Who knows? It. So. Oh my Stan, god. So he was the inventor of the water-powered car. I also thought like the spy movies where they have cars that drive on water, and I was like, that's just a boat. <laughs> <laughs> Not cars that drive on water. I'm talking about cars that run, run off water. water. How the fuck did you find this? That so, is so specific. It's so cool. So. Some believed that he had collapsed in that car park when he was... He died in a car park as well. How symbolic. Right? So when he died, apparently some of the testimony, like some of the witnesses, um, had told that he actually had said, they poisoned me and it's because of what I'm doing to revolutionize the car world. That's a long dying last word. It is very long. But (laughs) he he has a lot to say. Because of the revolution of the... Like, that's a lot. It is. But, you know, that's what they said, and I'll go with it. Okay. Um, and then the coroner said that no poison known to American science has been found, which is a very odd <gasps> way of wording Russians. it. It's the Russians! In his body. So maybe the search for Myers, killer, should have happened beyond American land. It's totally... No, it, it actually makes sense. It would mm-hmm. have been the Russians, though. It's, I don't think it's the Russians. Okay. Well... So, flashback to 1975, What's okay? What's places that have a lot of oil? Don't ask me that. Okay, sorry. Well, the, I do... So, there, okay, mid, the Middle East, right? So, oh. he, oh. so, in 1975, this is when Maya spent his time working on pretty much every technical solution you can make for any mechanic. Yeah. Um, and this could be, like, heart monitoring, banking sectors, etc., uh, and then he decided to work on the automotive world. So, as you do. And this was a great time to do it because that year America experienced a crisis of car sales dropping, uh, along with other things, because due to the oil embargo in the Middle East. Um, oh, so, Myers. That's what caused 9 11, wasn't it? I'm not sure. Because he'd gone in saying that the Middle East had like. All uh, these problems, but it was just they wanted the oil. Or so potentially, that's like a conspiracy yeah. theory. Yeah. So Maya believed that in order to no longer rely on oil, yeah, water prop, water propulsion was the answer. That, which that is very is smart. So cool. Like I'm thinking of it logistically. It does yeah. make sense. Very resourceful, kind environmentally like, friendly. Yeah. Not to bring cheap. up my paddle boats again. No, please. But the the spinning the, yeah. that's how the wheels were. if you could exactly. just like propel cars with what that makes sense yeah it's Stanley a really smart, smart idea i know and so just drank the cranberry juice and that wasn't so smart <laughs> and that was it <laughs> so now for a bit of science because i'm not a math person i'm a science person no you're an actor okay. <laughs> but okay <laughs> i didn't just google this um he basically created a fuel cell Supported by the principle of splitting water atoms into its original <laughs> elemental form. I know that. H2O. Mm-hmm. He would burn hydrogen into energy and release oxygen as well as water as water residue through an exhaust pipe. So just like sparkling water. Yeah. Okay. I should have just said that. Yeah. Exactly. You should have. <laughs> I'm the scientist here. I'm sorry. Sorry. No, really quick. You're an actor. My neighbors have their washing out on the balcony, and the way their undies are hanging on for sheer life because oh it is so windy. Oh my God, they really are. That is so bad. Anyway, continue. <laughs> um, sparkling water so murder. Sparkling water. 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 This man was murdered because. You've done this he... for our water week as well. I know. Well, I think it's. Um, it does fit. It's car, more though. like car. Yeah, I yeah, yeah. So. Um, basically it took several months. Uh, so this 
ended up creating like harmless emissions. So again, environmentally friendly, yeah, doesn't like the pollute car. exactly. Okay. Um, so it took several months before he finished the creation, uh, and then connected this system to a June <laughs> buggy with. <laughs> This is, really, this is really cute. He had water-powered car written on it. Oh, <laughs> so yes. sweet. And he fucking killed him. And then he prayed for protection and creation over the car. Well, if that He should have done it for prove. himself. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't need it for the car. Right. He needed it for himself. Wait, how did the other countries, if that's what killed him, mm-hmm. even find out about it? Because Stanley seems like he's not a boastful guy and he's just like fucking yeah. made a water-powered well, car by himself. Not true, actually. Oh, did he boast about yeah. it? Yeah. So he claimed it could travel oh. 180 kilometers with four liters of water and that's it, which is a lot. So it was, again, really cost-effective and unfortunately this resourceful machine would be what led Stanley to his tragic end. Uh, whilst it was never confirmed if the water, if the sorry, the car was actually water powered, there is photo and video evidence of it existing. It's like a Jesus car, like how Jesus walked on water. Mm-hmm. And there's been a lot of debate on his discovery and creation. Um, an American judge um, looked at the invention yeah. in 1996 and was suspicious that it was doomed to bankruptcy. The judge that Stanley was controlled by um, appointed three surveyors to to which Stanley refused to submit the car. And um, because of this, they came to the decision that the item was not revolutionary as he had claimed and that he lied. So he was like, look at me, I have this really cool thing. And Mm -hmm. they were like, yeah, let us look at it. And he was like, "Mm, no. Pretty much. And then they were like, okay, well, you don't have a cool thing. Exactly. Um, And like you say, the judge's verdict was that Maya had stolen funded money through (gasps) deception and fraud and was sentenced to return the money to its investors. Um, And this was not good for Maya because he depended on this money to live his life. So... He, Wait, this guy was using this money he got from other people for this invention. Yeah. To, to buy survive. food. Yeah. It wasn't like for the invention. He was using it for the invention, but obviously he profited off the invention as well to some degree. Oh, that seems from the investors. Yeah. So it's like he would have pissed off a few waiters that could yes. have slipped some poison in the cranberry Yeah, exactly. And so Stanley said that he had been threatened by oil companies. Uh, company representatives all over the world. Mm-hmm. Um, he even said that he experienced car chases with armed soldier type no, guards. And he's in his fucking little water buggy, like literal gunning buggy. it down the road. Yeah. <laughs> um, he said that he'd been offered a sum of a million and even billion dollars to hide the existence of his technology, but he refused. Well, that happened in the fucking cranberry juice got him. Mm-hmm. I can't get over that. I know. It's pathetic. Yeah. Honestly, Stanley, get a grip. Um, (laughs) Oh, God. Um, So people such as an unnamed scientist claimed that when reaching... People such as this unnamed person. This unnamed person, I do not know who they are, um, reached out to Maya in regards to the technology and he seemed really paranoid and completely refused to test out the buggy to validate how well the water system works, if at all. Uh, He was just as defiant when told that the operating box of the thing that had the mechanics in it wouldn't be touched and wouldn't be looked at within the contents of the car. So they would literally just 
see him drive the car with water or drive it themselves and that was it they wouldn't take apart the car or anything but how would you know it's not just a normal engine and that he's flopping it like going well like, oh, i yeah, assume totally that they water. would watch him fill it with okay. water and then drive it okay um so apparently one week after maya's death the buggy was stolen <gasps> from stanley's garage what a winky ding mm-hmm. he didn't have blueprints anywhere no maybe I don't know, actually. He had you would have one, thought. his whole life's worth was this one water car and he didn't have any record of it, any writings, any blueprint. I they stole the car did. and that was it? I think he did because there's um, like images of the layout, but I don't know if he like hid it or anything right. because it was just the car that was stolen um, and the equipment needed for it to work. And it was later found uh, without any damages and it seemed untouched. The buggy was then later locked away in a room without doors so it couldn't be stolen or destroyed. However, it is theorized that it was done so no one would know the invalidity of its function. So, so it didn't work. So this is... It yeah, was a hoax and it wasn't water-powered. This is supposedly what is going on. Um, he must have been, like, surveyed. If they had... Uh, onto him dying because I can't go past that. Mm-hmm. If for them to know that he would have been at that restaurant at that time and ordered cranberry juice... Yeah. They must have been following him. Oh, absolutely. And this is the thing. It's like, was he just paranoid and crazy and decided I'm going to kill myself and poison himself? And then that would like, you know, he'd get some satisfaction out of knowing people think he's been murdered. Or did he have a reason to be paranoid? Yeah. Because genuine people were following him around. Exactly. And I feel like... From the images I've seen, because he was in newspapers, there were articles written about yeah. him, there are photos taken of him with the car. Like, he was a famous guy at I'm the time. I'm imagining Stanley Tucci, the actor from Hunger Games. <laughs> no, not at all. N- not in the no. slightest. No. Um, so, very weird, very strange occurrence. And this isn't, you know, he was pretty well known for his, inven- his inventions. Like, he wasn't just some random guy. He invented... Yeah, he was funded by sponsors and stuff. Like, it wasn't... It was very strange. Did so Nike sponsor him? I'm not even Is sure Nike was around. Tick on the side? No. <laughs> yes, it was. 1998. For shawzies. For shawzies. Maybe. That'd be pretty cool. You keep talking. I'm looking it up. All right. So, in 2014, the car, however, after 16 years of Stanley being dead, turned up in Canada... <sighs> Which is now owned by the Holbrook family. No, stop it. I know Holbrook. Who were supposedly Uh, friends with Maya, but nothing. Real quick, 1964. Wow, you're kidding. Yeah, wasn't that the year my thing was set? Yeah. No. No. I don't remember. It was the 60s. Anyway, keep going. So, yours was 61. You were wrong. I was right. Okay. okay. Thank you. You're welcome. My God. I remembered information from yours that you didn't remember, so. (laughs) Okay deal with it uh okay but nothing like nothing is known from from this date on in 2014 after what about the car about stanley about anything in his life about his brother who was there when he died you would have thought maybe stanley would have spoken to his brother about the invention but no the way the world would be such maybe we would have flying cars by now maybe have killed him and this is the buggy looked like a piece of shit (laughs) <laughs> it looks like, like my car <laughs> yeah it looked like scraps like scrap metal it's oh shit it looks like one of those out it's a back. buggy it's yeah. a dune buggy oh it's literally not a car oh yeah. he did and say water, water powdered on I know 
and Aww. and it's red mm-hmm. nice um so he was very proud of that oh, and that's exactly what i thought he would look like as well yeah and um okay well exactly like he had photos um with like famous soldiers and people who um were really big authoritative figures in american history and science and and he just died and no one and cared. he just died that's so and it's odd like, it's not been like investigated further it's very strange to me that they didn't seem to care that he died so maybe they did it maybe they did it maybe they did it they're real hush hush exactly so maybe the brother did it maybe no i don't think so no okay too far-fetched too far too Too soap opera i reckon if it's anything it's like government stuff what was the brother's job i don't know we we've never found out anything about his family or his anything like that imagine if the brother worked in government yeah or even like the oil industry also the fact that the detective then went into the police yeah what if he did it and that was his end to getting into government yeah like he went into politics because he knew all this information about this is all the theorizing car. as well fbi don't come after us Please we're not don't. being serious i mean you've already <laughs> used government documents i in have one of the episodes, CIA. So. I feel like the FBI and CIA are like arch nemesis. Yeah, like that's rivals. My romanticizing it. <laughs> um, but maybe he fully murdered him, and they mm. were like, "If you do this for you, we'll get you into politics." Yeah, and that is why the government is corrupt because they're all full of murderers, <laughs> <laughs> murderers, murderers, and pedophiles, and assassins. Yeah. But that's my story. I like that. That's the death of Stanley Meyer. God, so. the names in this one were so good. Mm-hmm. Stanley Meyer. Very American. Betty Bye. Yeah, that was a very American episode. We should do one where it's just Australia, where it's set in Australia. Yeah, for sure. But, yeah, so oh, any questions? Um, no. Yeah, I, water would definitely be cheaper than petrol. Absolutely, which is, I think, why it <gasps> Damn was. Damn it, why did they do it? Yeah. That'd be so good. We still have the mechanics for it. Yeah, that's what it's I'm still thinking exists. of. It's literally there. Yeah. Fucking, they don't want to because they, they get money off it. Yeah. <sighs> Governments. Typical. typical. Mm. God, your story Gross. just frustrated me. I now know. I'm like pissed off. Yeah, and the fact that we don't have a resolution. Oh my God. See, that's the thing about these stories. They're all like unsolved mm-hmm. and I just want to solve them. I know. I think we talked about this in the we first did. episode. Very, very frustrating. And I'm going to talk about it every episode. (laughs) (laughs) I know. Um, So that's it. Wow. And we have to talk about next episode's thing. Oh, my God. Social media. Oh, okay. 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 Oh, my God. We have said every episode. We're like, follow our social media. (laughs) But we haven't said what it was. And we did say that we would put it in the description. Which we also didn't do because we're inept. (sighs) It is on Instagram at odd.com. Pods. And by dot, we mean a full stop. Yeah. So O-D-D dot, dot like period, period P-O-D-S. All lowercase. All lowercase. And you just search that up. And you are welcome. You can see a lovely picture of us on it. Exactly. Um, you can see our lovely art. We put um, like reminders up and like what you can look forward to. And, and in the future, we'll put polls and, exactly. and in stories and get you to offer up episode mm-hmm. theme suggestions yeah, exactly um so feel free to give that a follow uh we'd really appreciate yes. it and 
please rate this on Spotify. Please. We're currently sitting at five stars. <laughs> um, I feel like that's biased because I definitely know Roxy and I have both rated it five stars. Um, and it says that's a medium. And I have a feeling that we're the only two that have voted on it. So <laughs> um, please do that. I mean, that's fine by me. Yeah. Feel free to chuck a comment on our yeah, Instagram. So if any suggestions or anything that you want to hear about. If you're criticizing words, it, be nice because be nice. I'm a sensitive baby. We're sensitive souls over um, here. But yeah. yeah. So rate. Um, please share with people. Please. And with that, shall we choose the word for word next for week? Next week. Okay. All right. Um, I kind of have one I'm sitting on. Okay. Oh, already? What yeah. is it? I've been thinking about it. I okay. really want to do it. All right. Door. It can be door or doorway. Anything that rings your bell. Oh, <laughs> rings my bell. All right. I yeah. like that. Yeah. Yeah, let's do that. Because I know what I want to do. That's why I'm Okay. Well, you'll leave me with the scraps then. I will. Okay, that's cool. We'll do door. door. Yeah. Thank you so much for uh, listening. listening. We hope you enjoyed today, uh, today's episode. Yeah. Um, episode three, over and out. Outing, outeroo. Look at us go. Woo. I'm Isabel. I'm Roxy. This was this definitely under an hour. And, and this, this is Odd Pods. Woo. <laughs> See you next week for Door. Door. Episode four. four. Oh, it rhymes. We're poets and we didn't even know it. <laughs> but Bye. we did show it. We did show it. Bye. Goodbye.